We're proudly recording on Wadja Noongar Buja, and we pay our respect to elders past and present. Hi everybody, welcome to Queer Stories on the Swan, a podcast where two gay men chat and discuss all things queer in the Perth LGBTQIA plus community. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your other host, Christo. And in today's episode, we're talking to Nick Robertson, his life story, his journey of transitioning and advice for younger people going through a similar journey. So sit back and enjoy the show. Ah, another week, another episode. Christo, Yay! how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well definitely um starting to get a bit busier um so um do we want to talk about any news any news that we might have no cool i don't don't think so (laughs) well i've got one thing one thing that pertains to our podcast so i was looking at our um account the other day i was Mm -hmm. actually looking at my account looking at the podcast (laughs) but we and um this is a over oh god what was it by the time this episode comes out, it will be the 7th of March. Uh, so the 7th of March. So this is actually a couple of weeks behind. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Yeah. Um, but we actually got a review. What? We got a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, it was a five star um, out of five. <laughs> Yay! Saying um, by the username of Archol, so A-R-C-H-O-L 20, and yeah. they say, best podcast out there. This is an amazing podcast. It's a really good way to learn about other qu- queer people's experiences. That is so oh, wow. nice. That's Thank you. Really lovely. Oh, my God. And apparently, have enough. Thank you. Yes. If you are listening to the show, which I hope, you know, I hope so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have another five-star review. There was no comment on it, but we have two five-star ratings on um, Apple Podcasts. I haven't seen anything Spotify-wise, but that's all right. That's oh something. Um, wow. Let me That's try and pull, pull it up and I'll get out of the Mardi Gras playlist that I was listening to because um, <laughs> we can't celebrate over here in Perth. So um, might as well just oh, get yeah. a bit of a party going on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, what am I even looking for? Oh, yeah, our podcast that we do. Um, <laughs> You're really all over the place today, aren't you? <laughs> um, yeah. We'll see how I go on the actual show, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With <Without> Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just a bit in the silly mood today. Um, you are. No rating, that's all right. Um, you might have seen that we changed our um, our logo. Yes. It's had, it's had a bit of a touch up. It's I, so pretty. Thank you. I just, I was just like, you know what? I might just might do a little bit of redesign. The first one was fine, but I was like, yeah, it needs to be prettied up a little bit. And um, I think it's a little bit better. Yes. A little bit better. Definitely. So yeah, that's all. That's all new stuff. God, it sounds so fascinating. Um, but we've had more people listen to our podcast. Uh, we're getting close to 300 plays, so that's pretty wow. good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, of course, we just hit, um, well, we did a post about it, but we hit over 100 followers on Instagram, and now yes. we have 108. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we're doing good. Uh, a lot of people yeah. following us on Facebook, and um, yeah, so we're definitely making the rounds. Oh, and um, our um, Instagram handle, thanks to Christo, is a little bit more <laughs> similar. Welcome. There's none of those unnecessary dots, so we can just <laughs> say it's Queer Stories on the Swan on Instagram and Queer Stories on the Swan on Facebook. 
So yeah. no dot 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 dot. I thought I'd see if it worked, and it did. And I'm like, oh, good. There we go. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right. So we have our um, our guests about to come on. Um, yes. They are uh, another trans person this time. So we've had a, um, a male to female. Now we got a female to male. So we got both sides yes. of the gender spectrum. Um, yeah. And they've been listening to our show for a while. They're one of Yay. our, I'll say, one of our top fans. So we're yeah. very, very privileged to have him on the show. So, Krista, unless you have something else to add, shall we bring him on? Let's do it. Excellent. If you're liking the show so far, feel free to follow us on our socials at Queer Stories on the Swan at our Facebook and Instagram. Also, give us a review on whatever platform you get your podcasts, as we really appreciate the feedback. So we are joined by our guest for this week, Nick Robinson. Hello. 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 Hi. How how are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. Very happy you could join us on the show. Um, So we'll get the introductions out of the way. I am Chris. My pronouns are he and him. I'm Christo and anything. And I'm Nick and my pronouns are he, him. Excellent. All right. Nick, take us from the beginning, Dal. Um, Shall we? We could go from your childhood. We could go from when you first started having feelings that something might be a bit different about you. Um, Anything. Um, well, yeah. Okay. So when I was born, I was born in 1992 and mm-hmm. I was born as a girl and, um, yeah. So like early childhood, I was pretty, like, it was a pretty normal childhood for me. Like didn't have any, I mean, there were, there were like hints here and there that something was different, but like they were so small that I was able to just push them down and just right. kind of ignore them. Yep, and yep. yeah, then I think I was like 24, I think. Um, and I started thinking that maybe I wasn't into men mm-hmm. and I started thinking I was a lesbian. And so I came out as lesbian and yep. that went pretty well, actually. Um, majority of, well, actually everyone in my life or all accepting of me and um yeah the only like I guess negative feedback I got from that was like guys trying to like hit on me saying you know oh maybe you just haven't been with the right guy yet kind of <laughs> thing like oh did a dick do you wrong or something like yeah, that I mean, maybe that's the reason why I became a lesbian but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah so um yeah overall that was pretty good and so I was like living as a lesbian for quite a few years and then um yeah I think it was like on my 27th or 28th this is one of them on my birthday um I went out drinking with my best friend mm-hmm. and um I was like so so drunk at this point and I just like started crying on her shoulder saying I don't think I was I don't think I was meant to be a girl like, I think I'm meant to be a boy. And that was like the first time that those thoughts had actually like properly come up to my like conscious mind. Yeah, well, um, you know, like I think back to it now and I, there were, there were, there have been hints um, here and there, none that I can think of off the top of my head. I'll yeah. probably think of them after this and yeah. <laughs> remember them. <laughs> but, That's right. yeah. I'll, I'll fix it in post if you remember. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. But yeah, so um, 
yeah, so I came out to her and she was like 100% supportive. And she's yeah. been 100% supportive since we've become best friends of um, me. Like, and um, yeah, so then I started making the, like, I, I was, so my birthday was in July. And then yeah. from July until it was literally Christmas Day, where I was just like continuously, like, just kind of going, like, I guess, backflipping about it, like, being like, oh, maybe I am, maybe I'm not, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And then it was like Christmas day that I actually like realized hundred percent when I, I kind of triggered myself because mm-hmm. so that year I couldn't go to my family Christmas thing because um, I had, I think that was when I had a cold and my Nana was still um, alive at that point. And she would, but if she had got sick, you know, that could have been the end of her. Mm-hmm. So I had to stay home. And yeah, so then I stayed home and then like my mum and my sister went to Christmas Mm -hmm. and then they came home and then we were kind of all just like sitting around talking and um, like I kind of said, I said, oh, I'm mum's favourite daughter because like, you know, I've I've got two sisters and yeah, Yeah. so we were all three born girls and um, I was like, oh yeah, I'm mum's favourite daughter and then I just kind of went quiet. And I ended up excusing myself to my room and I just ended up crying. Wow. And cause yeah, cause I realized that, you know, I'm not, I'm not her daughter. Kind that of didn't feel right to say. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So then my mom and my sister ended up coming in and like, you know, were asking what was going on. Mm-hmm. They kind of thought that I was like a bit suicide, suicidal or something. Like they were a bit confused about why I was just like crying. Yeah. And um, yeah, so then I ended up telling them and like, yeah, they were hundred percent supportive from, from the start. Um, And yeah, then like, I was like, okay, I need to tell my other sister and my dad. And so um, unfortunately a few weeks after that, it was like the 8th of January. um, My Nana actually ended up passing away, which Uh, was, it was a, it was a relief because, um, you know, it was just before COVID hit mm-hmm. and we would have been like so stressed if um, yeah. she was still alive during COVID. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. But so, um, yeah, when on the day that she died, well, actually, no, on the day that she ended up going into palliative care, I'd actually messaged my sister because she doesn't live with us. Mm-hmm. And I'd messaged my sister and said, um, you know, when when we see each other next, I was like, I want to tell you because I didn't want to like chicken out of telling her. So I figured yeah. if I had told her that I needed to tell her something, then yeah. she'd get it out of me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so then we, she saw, she saw me, I think like a few days after that because Nana was like on her last days and um, she's like, oh, so can you tell me? And I was like, I don't think this is the right time to tell you. Yeah, and um, then you know, a few days later, when Nana actually died, we saw each other again. She's like, "You might as well just tell me." Like, she wasn't gonna let it let it go. She just wanted to know. And so I was like, "Okay, I I'm transgender. Like, I was meant to be a man." Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like, "Oh, I had a feeling. Like, <laughs> she actually had a feeling." <laughs> and yeah, so she was 100 percent supportive as well. Yeah. And then. 
yeah. And then my dad lives up in Broome, so mm-hmm. I don't get to see him that often. Yeah. Um, but he came down to Perth. Uh, it, like this would have been on the 4th of February that I told him because I came out to everyone else the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he came over because he was down in Perth. He came over for dinner and I ended up telling him and he was 100% supportive. Like I've been so nice. lucky yep. in like, yeah, when, when I've come out. Yeah. And yeah, then the next day I came out to everyone on Facebook and yeah. um yeah, that was like yeah, I got so much support on that as well. Um and like I made a new Facebook. I had like over two hundred friends already on my wow. new Facebook. Yeah. So um I've been pretty lucky. That's yeah. amazing. It's that's so yeah. nice to hear, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So um so what happened? So when a <laughs> so um sorry i was just so blown away with how sweet that was um yeah. that's my excuse i'm sticking to it um <laughs> so regarding um the actual process of you know transitioning um talk us through that what was that like okay so i it was it was i guess it was a bit different to what it would usually be because i was doing it during covid mm-hmm. um but yeah so um, I started seeing a psychologist and I saw her twice before she, um, like officially diagnosed me with gender dysphoria, which is the medical condition that yep. you, um, get diagnosed with. And, um, so yeah, she just basically talked about my childhood and about my feelings and like, mm-hmm. you know, why I wanted to transition and all that. And yeah, so she ended up, um, diagnosing me with gender dysphoria Mm-hmm. and then sorry we, could, sorry then, just, just sorry just one second um just yeah. so there are people who are listening who may not know what that is um can you just yeah. kind of like define that for us gender dysphoria um it's basically just feeling unattached from the gender you were assigned at birth right. so okay um i was born female and um i was identifying as a woman for like so many years mm. but then i've started realizing that i'm actually meant to be a man mm-hmm. and yeah. so and then I started feeling like like I wasn't meant to be in this body mm-hmm. I was like binding my chest and I was trying to speak in a in a more ma- deeper masculine voice before I started testosterone mm-hmm. yeah. and all that um so yeah I just felt like I didn't belong in my body mm-hmm. and yeah. um yeah so then I went and saw an endocrinologist mm-hmm. um which is the hormone um specialist Mm-hmm. and he ended up test uh, sending me away for tests. He got my bloods tested to like test my hormone levels already. Yeah. And then he also had me screen for breast cancer and uterus cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, both of them came back clean. And so then, um, and like my bloods came back clean and everything. And so I went back and saw him again and he wrote me up a script for testosterone. And so, yeah, when I first started taking testosterone, it was one shot every three weeks. Um, Now I'm getting one shot every three months. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, like I started, I saw my endocrinologist the first time in October in 2020. Mm -hmm. And then I started testosterone in November, 2020. Right. Um, so yeah, I've been over a year 
on testosterone now, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, then uh, the Tuesday just, oh, okay. So hang on. Then I ended up last January, January last year, mm-hmm. I made the appointment to see a surgeon to yeah. remove my breasts. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so the, I called him, called up his office in January the appointment was the first appointment was made for August, but then yeah. they were able to push me forward to be like the 31st of July. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And then, so that was, yeah, I went in on the 31st of July for that appointment. And then he literally booked me in for the first available appointment, which was the 1st of March this year. A few oh, wow. So it was, yeah. yeah, it was, a, it was a long wait. Um, yeah. And yes, from what I've heard, it's actually a longer wait now. Um, yeah, yeah, actually, like I've got a friend. I've got a friend who's trans. who's still, well, barely on um, um, uh, male to female. So um, um, hormone blockers only just started, and it can oh, be a okay, long wait. Yeah. But yeah, and, uh, yeah, and surgeries, and and yeah. So, but that sounds really good, Nick. So, um, anyway, so you were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So I just got surgery last tuesday yeah um and yeah so i've got a few weeks off work now which is good excellent so that was top surgery sorry sorry that was top surgery yeah top surgery one yeah so that's like one of the big um major ones isn't it yeah 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 so they um i had to get double incision um Mm. which is the one with the for the larger breasts Um, and yeah, so they had to like slice under my pectoral muscles and then Mm. cut my nipples off as well. Um, and yeah, then like, and they sew it back together somehow and then put my nipples back on. So yeah. yeah. You make it sound so simple, (laughs) but I'm sure it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I was under for like a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would hope so. (laughs) Yeah. You uh, seem pretty good. Like you seem like you've recovered really well. Yes. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. So I thought that, um, like Christo, when I messaged you about being on the show, I was like, yeah, yeah. I probably can't be on on the show until like at least a week after surgery. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, I was I was doing really well actually. So that's wonderful. That's so nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, why is my mind doing a blank thing? <laughs> Chris, do you have something to add? Help me here. <laughs> uh, no, not really. But yeah, it's, it's just, it blows my mind that like this has happened. It's oh, that's like, so oh good. God. That's so good. Um, so, I'm so proud. Yes, very, very proud. Well done, Nick. Um, so yeah. are you still, do you have like um, another, because I know there's like a bottom surgery, right? Is that still up and coming? You have to book that? Um, I'm not entirely sure, um, if I'm going to like what I'm going to do with that. Like, I know I want to get a hysterectomy, mm-hmm. which is the removal of the female, uh, reproductive organs. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure if I want to go through with getting bottom surgery just cause it's so expensive and it's, it's a much bigger surgery yeah. than top surgery. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, also like one thing I didn't say is that since I've been on hormones. I've actually realized that I'm more bisexual than straight. Oh, wow. Ah. Um, so, yeah. And like, I lean more towards men now as well. So, okay. um, yeah, like I, like I'm probably more of a bottom than I am a top. Mm-hmm. So I also, I'm like, yeah. kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, it would be nice to have 
you know, a dick, but I don't need one. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah. Oh no, Chris has lost that, it. That okay. sounded. I'm sorry. That sounded like a wink, wink. It's like, hey, someone give me a penis. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just the way you said that that was really funny oh. <laughs> sorry sorry but no, uh, it's okay that's really uh, <laughs> oh sorry my caffeine hasn't caffeine 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 that's the new word caffeine hasn't kicked in yet caffeine. what is yeah. up with you today chris <laughs> i don't know i don't know i've been busy <laughs> I'm a little bit silly today, but that's really, really cool. Um, so Nick, what about your experiences in the queer community? So you're living as a lesbian for a while uh, before uh, the trans uh, thing came up. Um, was there, like, were you involved much in the community? Do you go out to like connections to the core? Have you been involved with social groups? Um, not really. Um, I mean, my best friend, she's lesbian. And mm-hmm. we met through one of the lesbian Facebook groups when I was identifying as a lesbian. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like she's really the only like I've 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 been to the court a few times and connections and that, but like I've not really been massively into the queer community. Yeah. Yep. Um but yeah, so Well, here's another step um, into the community here on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um i mean since coming out as trans there is a um like it's an lgbt like community group but it's like yeah it's more like it's trans there's more trans women in it than anyone else um and yeah there's like a couple of us trans guys in there as well and then just a couple like queer people but yeah so like that's been the only like i guess like queer socialization i've done right really no, that's but really yeah. cool. Um, have you gone like gone to Pride? Have you have you have you been involved with um, queer events before? Or um, I keep wanting to go to Pride, um, yep. but then every every year it's on. There's something else on. Like I yeah. know that 2020, I didn't want to go because I was like worried about COVID. Oh, I wasn't like, on I anyway. Wanna... It was yeah. it was cancelled. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, maybe there. Um, and last year I wanted to go, but. Like I'm part of an amateur acting club, which is where I met Christo through. Yeah. Oh, and cool. Yeah, yeah, and we we had an event on that night. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I couldn't go to it last year. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yes, I am yeah. also an actor. It's um. Yeah. It's, it's fun stuff, but but it's so how time consuming is it? Is it more of like a theater thing or more of a? Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a social group. Right. Um. That's also into acting yeah that's so, really yeah. cool <laughs> yeah I might have to do that because I don't really have time for a theater show these days you know I've got a lot of commitments now I've got this pod I've got lots of radio shows I'm doing at the same time and then TAFE so I don't really have the time so maybe yeah. I'll consider that mm. what's it called Joam Club of Performing Arts <laughs> sorry say that again yeah. sorry <laughs> Joam Club of Performing Arts Joam Club of Performing Arts okay I'll remember yeah. that yeah Future Chris yeah, editing, remember that. <laughs> yeah, great group. No, excellent. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so um, do you have anything to add, Christo? I've got one question, but, you know, I don't want to no. take over the whole show. Nope. Okay. Um, so, um, Nick, do you have any advice for people who, you know, um, I suppose, like, start up as a lesbian and then they have to go through um, 
transitioning um, and just kind of discovering that sexuality and, you know, more about themselves. Like, do you have any advice for people who, you know, but I guess for young trans people, really, I think that's the main thing I'm wondering about. Yeah. Um, just take your time. Like, you know, there's no, there's no like set time. You have to be at any point in your life. Um, and, but at the same time, like, oh, no, I won't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say at the same time, like, you know, um, also try and be quick because like there are long waiting lists but at the same time like you know they shouldn't rush into any yeah I, I know what so, you mean yeah, I won't I won't say that yeah 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 um but yeah so yeah just you know take your time um and yeah just discover yourself in your own time um yeah. the people who matter will accept you and the yeah. people who don't matter like you know it doesn't matter about them like yeah kind of thing so yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Um, so there was nothing that uh, like negatively happened apart from the men that was like, "Oh, you're coming from the right guy," yeah, because you know what? Um, well, I mean, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't told one of my uncles right. because he's very um, Christian, homophobic. Yeah, like he. There was like once before I even thought I was a lesbian. Um, we had a a heated discussion on one of my Facebook. Uh, statuses because oh, he was essentially he was essentially um, <laughs> yeah uh, he was essentially saying that um, being gay is like being a pedophile and oh, great into bestiality and all that like I don't want anything to know. do with children no <laughs> no <laughs> interacting them was bad enough this <laughs> is enough of a handful <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately, that yeah. is very much uh, a comparison that's still being made today. Yeah. Which um, doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, because, you know, people will listen to the people in, in power. Yeah. You know, look at the yeah. religious discrimination bill that was just yeah shelved. Mm. Let's not say defeated, it was shelved. But, yes. you know, yeah. and that, that's still very much a um, a real issue these days. And, you know, that's, what, that's why we keep fighting. That's why we keep standing together. Yeah. And we have yeah. more of this, like what we have, we should have more of like Nick's story of how, yeah. you know, it was completely supportive by, mm. you know, their family. Um, yeah. But no, it's, it's wonderful stuff. So do you have anything to add Nick or Christo? Nope. No, I don't think so. We're all good. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so Nick, thank you so much for joining us on the show today and taking time out of thank your you. very busy schedule. Hope you're, you know, I know you say like you're pretty recovering pretty well, but I'm sure you've still got some recovery yeah. to do. So enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for having me. That's all right. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Queer Stories on the Swan. You can leave a review for us wherever you get your podcast. And you can find us on our socials on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris. And I'm Christo. And stay, stay fabulous. fabulous.